uh, touch my body. That's what uh, I told them. And now I have 26 lawsuits coming after me. Um, <laughs> you know, Deshaun, I, I'm not going to talk about the Deshaun thing too much because I basically uh, last episode. But it just, uh, this man could have saved himself a lot of problems. You tell me one of these 66 plus women wouldn't just be your girlfriend with their uh, professional expertise. And you could have got a lifetime of expertise. Like, I would think if you're someone that's struggling to lose weight or you you would find a nutritionist that likes you, then you have a free nutritionist who gives you full access to what you need to accomplish whatever you need to get off on. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. But yeah. Welcome to episode 152 of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson, and uh, ooh, that that episodes have been uh popping lately. Been gaining a little bit of a fan base, you know. It's good to see. Uh, recording this in the wee hours, like the Geico commercial with the pig. Wee. Uh, recording this in the wee hours of 7:32. Jesus Christ, Clint. 7:32 a.m. Eastern. On a June fifteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Um. So yeah. Um. You know, nothing too crazy. You know, like I said, I'll be trying to do three or four episodes a week, but that's just not how. This is not how the life's going right now. But hey, that's actually probably a good thing, because the less if the, if I'm doing less episodes, that probably means my life is pretty busy. If I'm doing more episodes, that probably means. My life is so pretty fucking busy. I'm just actually more sufficient with my time and actually playing stuff better. And actually have drive. Because whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there. Except if, uh, you know, it's your biological father. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even really apply to me, but it's funny when people like abuse that those references. Even though technically, I guess technically does apply, but I don't really like live my life or I've never really had that stigma to me about my biological father. Um, It's never really like, oh my God, he was never there. It's like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of good reasons for that. Um, But but, but when you hear people uh, kind of use that as this crutch of for a lot of who they are, it's like, you know, my biological father was never there. It's like, all right, but... Yeah, you had a father since you were four years old. It's like, well, yeah, but, you know, I just, uh, it's a weird thing where, like, if you're, like, 30 years old and your biological father tries to reach out to you, but he hasn't been in your life since you were three years old, and it's like, I gotta go talk to him. I gotta know. It's like, actually, you don't. I feel like you know what you need to know is that he hasn't been there for the last 26 plus years. Um that's what you need to know. What is he going to tell you? It's like, you know, sometimes I just I just lost my way in life. It's like, yeah, a lot of people lose their way. And they don't, uh, you know, leave their family. They, they don't make so many bad decisions with the one thing that's deemed so goddamn important to them as their seed, as 
the future of what passes on their name, they, they don't just throw that away. But for some people, uh, so some people have this heavy need that I guess need it. we need this explanation for things. We need, I need to know why. It's like, the why is in the pudding. It's in the pudding pack. The ones you get at the store and it's just some bullshit powder. And you mix some... I actually don't know how to make pudding. I've never had to make pudding. Um, I felt like that's an old person thing. Like rice pudding. Tapioca pudding. Tapioca pudding is actually not that bad. I think, I think the weird thing about tapioca is it's got those brown little oomps in it it's not like raisins but it's just like little it kind of looks like crumbled up graham crackers it looks kind of lazy and it kind of feels like there's like some mold in your pudding and it's a little unsettling um but yeah you know the the proof's in the tapioca pudding it's like every spoonful you're like "Mm." it's like yeah that's that's tastes like i wish this would abandon my mouth like you did um, but yeah, no, um, speaking of abandoning as I'm going to abandon this, uh, topic, um, so as you guys know, I've been a gym goer lately, been getting the gains. I don't mean Chris gains cause I will Garth at the brook here. Um, that's a reference to Garth Brooks, you know, pretending to be a guy named Chris gains, like a weird pop artist. But he pretended to be an artist as like an experiment because being Garth Brooks isn't enough being literally, I remember reading those Guinness Book of World Records shit in the library at school. And you remember how in school, like every couple of months you would have like a library day where you'd be forced to go to the library for two or three hours for some type of reading, for some type of appreciation for reading. So you go around the library and the librarian has to give all these classes this presentation about fucking books. That obviously is going to turn kids off to read books. Because the more you tell kids to do something. Like reading. It's probably going to turn them off to reading. As weird as that sounds. But so they, they would, you'd be forced to basically just be in this library for two or three hours. And I would always gravitate to when they would let us free. Like... And I, I would always gravitate to the Guinness Book of World Records. I would read like 2007, 2006, 2001. And it would be the same. And I would notice the biggest thing I would take away from all the years is there were certain things that stayed the same. At the time, Bill Gates was the richest motherfucker no matter what year it was. Um, it would be like the richest oil company we would be like Exxon. And it would be all, all these like specific things where it would be like. Some things just, and it teaches you something, hey, like, you know, all this, like, hey, you know, it's always time for change. And it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of these uh, records, some of them never change. <laughs> so Some things actually stay the same, and that is okay. Um, that was my takeaway from a young age of reading the Gizbook World Record, is that, uh, hey, you know, some things change, but the richest motherfuckers in the world don't. Um, the Rockefellers were always considered the richest family. Bill Gates was the richest dude. And, uh, and now, uh, now he's on island by himself. Okay. Um, <laughs> bribery. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that library. They're just in there. Library. Okay, Clint. 
Now we're getting going. But yeah, um, shit, where was I going with this? Fuck. Oh, so yeah, you know, they have those appreciation couple hours in the library type of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where I was going with that. This is what happens when you record the second you fucking wake up from your sleep. But, yeah, uh, I will say, oh, yeah, so, as a, uh, as a kind of, like, a gym goer, I've been, uh, uh, well, one of the biggest differences I noticed is I actually remember my dreams now. Uh, do you remember the time? Now I remember a lot of shit. I went through a long phase where I didn't even remember what dreams I were having. Like, I would just sleep, wake up, and I know I would dream about stuff. But I couldn't. But when I wake up, I wouldn't remember it. And now I feel like because I'm working out, exercising, like, almost, I I wouldn't say obsessively. Because I actually think there's a good plan and my body's feeling good. But... It's like my body actually is tired, but in a rewarding way. And it's it's very um it's it's very rewarding. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Um, it's one thing to be tired when you don't feel like you're in control of why you're tired, and you feel like things are taking a hold of you. And you're tired as like more of a submissive, as more of a, uh, you know, stuff happened and this is just, you know, I didn't have anything to do. But when you're tired because you put forth effort and time into something that you deemed important and you feel in control of the effort of you put in into something and you're reaping the benefits or rewards from it. It's really a relieving and freeing feeling. And it just kind of makes you, uh, look, I mean, it do- you could talk about dopamine and shit like that and the benefits of exercising and workout. But I think it's more of your cre- creating difficulty and resistance <laughs> training these, uh, these, these nuts in your guts. Um, <laughs> Oh, it's only a matter of time, baby. Um, but no, it's it's a uh, sorry. You know how to get you know how to get some off here. Um, I can't feel my face when I'm with you because I'm on a Molly. Um, <laughs> uh, and this is definitely a first take. Um, goes without saying. You don't have to do more than just <laughs> shoot me in the leg. Um, <laughs> But uh, right on this stallion, um, oh Meg, um, cause I am a family guy, unlike my biological father. Um, <laughs> it's fun to get that shit off because I'm not even that type of guy. But you know what? I, I, I it's one of those things I feel like I should start abusing for no fucking reason. Um, but I, I just don't care enough to actually be one of these people to bitch about. Oh my god. It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, shut the fuck up. It's been 20 plus years. Get the fuck over yourself. Um, 
you know, may, maybe if my biological father stayed in my life, I uh, wouldn't wear panties when I sleep. It's like, uh, I don't... Uh, I don't think any amount of a good father would have stopped that. Um, <laughs> probably has to do more with the stuff that's in your algorithm. That's in your algorithm because you look up things that uh, you have interest in. But um, yeah, that, that is kind of a scary thing that you could literally tell a lot about what someone searches for and what someone's into. Just by looking at their algorithm of either their YouTube or any social media, that's kind of the scary part. Is that you can't even try to lie about what you're into. Because all someone has to do is go through your Instagram homepage or TikTok for you page, I guess, if that's how that works, or your YouTube recommended videos. And they could tell a lot about what you enjoy and what you're into. And you can't even really deny it. Because the algorithm don't really lie. Like, yeah, sometimes you'll get recommended weird shit. Um, I, I got recommended a video, I think it was yesterday, where it was stuff that I never look up. And now, now it's this weird, there's this weird interracial obsession in people's YouTube channels where It'll be an interracial couple where the whole focus of every video is just about the dynamics of being in an interracial relationship, which, and then they talk about topics that are supposed to be, um, like they'll talk about topics like fetishizing. They'll talk about topics of what it's like being with a black woman, what it's like the culture differences and stuff, but then when they talk about it, like when the white dude talks about it, it's it's all these qualifiers. Now, I'm not saying that it's different, but I'm just actually more comfortable being around, uh, you know, uh, predominantly black people and stuff like that. And it's like, all right. It's this weird thing where I, I don't even, like, it sounds very cringe when you hear someone... In general, in when you see a focus of a someone's whole channel is talking about being an interracial relationship, but then they're trying to convince you at the same time that it's not any different than not being in an interracial relationship. So it seems like they're the more the bigger spectacle of their relationship is just the fact that it's interracial. Which kind of ironically makes them seem like that the whole idea of why they're together is more because they're interracial and not because of things that they actually, you know, integrate in each other's lives, if that makes sense. And I don't know, it, it, it comes off as a weird thing because I, 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 think, I think nowadays people make... People try to tell you, people will tell you that, oh, it doesn't matter and all this stuff. Love is love. And then they're making whole spectacles and whole channels. They're making whole things about how it's where we're so different. It's, it's this weird thing where like, we're so different than everyone. We understand things. And it's like, obviously, it doesn't really sound like you do because you have a heavy obsession with the fact that you're interracial. I think I think there's a different I think you can 
I think there's a there's a fun aspect, not a fun aspect, but when you're with someone of another race, there are differences. There are cultural differences, but it's more about you. You know, you it is not poking fun, but it's more like lighthearted, like stuff about it, and like yeah, hey. You know what? There there wasn't much seasoning in my life. You know, they're just the basic ass jokes. But when you try to get in these too deep discussions and you kind of sound like that you haven't really thought about a lot of this stuff. And the whole spectacle of your interracial uh, fascination, it comes off as more like you're with someone as more of a presentation type of spectacle. Like, did you actually know, and I I was actually, uh, I ran into a friend yesterday, my friend Kevin and his friend Tori, and I've, I've talked to Tori a few times before, and he's a really interesting guy, man, he, he basically, speaking of the library, this man, this man basically went to a library, and it, you would have thought this man was trapped in the library for two months, and he came out with all these historical uh, type of, well, some race-related stuff, but more he was more talking about um he was talking about specifically about weed and it being illegal and why it's really illegal and the systematic and how weed is systematic in a lot of ways and where it actually stems from it was a lot of shit i wasn't even real like not fun fact because there's nothing fun about this fact but there's this uh in lake lanier is actually it used to be a town in the 1920s or 30s the situation happened in the 30s where it used to be a town um, called Oscarville, which was a town, it was a predominantly a black, uh, predominantly black town. And it was heavy, it was very heavily spiritual, heavily, uh, very, very heavily uh, to the outside cities, is very heavily, uh, strong in faith and very intimidating, you know, from the white people. And a situation happened where a, I think it was like an 18-year-old white girl. I think it was actually two girls, but they showed, they showed me the article real quick. And basically this 18-year-old white girl was found dead in a forest relatively nearby the town. So, you know, you know how they say when one when one white girl and I think where this is where the white uh the white girl was it called the missing white girl syndrome when when a missing white girl like the Natalie Holloway or the Brian Laundry situation with the girl I I can't think of her name but you know what I'm talking about where the girl her and their creepy ass boyfriend going to Wyoming and traveling and all this shit and she goes missing the whole world's like oh my god we gotta do something about it. And apparently at the time, they're like, the, they basically assumed that someone from the town, uh, because she was like raped, murdered, and all this stuff. And they're like, well, you know what? For every one white woman that goes down, we're going to release the dam and drown your whole fucking city. And that's exactly what they fucking did. A town full of 80,000, 100,000 people. I could be wrong on the 80,000, 100,000. That's what they told me, but then when I was reading the article, I think it was technically a little less, but essentially a whole fucking town. And they drowned that bitch. Lake Lanier used to be a whole city called Oscarville. 
and um it was a lot of fascinating shit you know this this guy was telling me now just because someone tells you stuff you still gotta you know double check and look up shit but you know this dude seemed like he's very like yeah dude I've, I've been i've been into some shit because you know he's had personal stuff going on in his life that kind of I guess inspired to really look into a lot of this stuff and you learn so much shit and it got uh, I was just like it's very interesting to just talk to people and learn shit yeah I, I, I was thinking about when he's telling I was like when's the last time I actually learned something new like actually just learned something new that is not actually I, I should say Learning something, seeking out something new that was just completely I wasn't expecting. Just like unprecedented. Not like you learn some the news of some a celebrity done. Not like you learn uh not like you come across a YouTube video where it's like how to make deviled eggs. <laughs> we talked a lot about that too. Um it's like why the fuck am I why the fuck do I have a recommend video of how to make deviled eggs? Devil deviled eggs one, it is, it is, it is for the old people. There's no young per. There's no person who's even thirty. Anyone thirty or below is not at home. Like, you, you know, what would be great this Sunday. If we just relaxed. We just went to church, came home. Um, you know, I invited some friends over, and we just all like had a tray of deviled eggs, had some wine. And we just, you know, catch up. Like, that, that's not, it's not really a thing. Deviled eggs is something you go to. Uh, the only time you come across deviled eggs, at least in, you know, culture, um, <laughs> is, when, is when you go over to a grandmother's house. And she's got to be like, at this at today's age, she, she's got to be at least like 70 or above. There, there's no, maybe 60 or above, but there's no one, there's no other instance where you're going to come across deviled eggs. It's only in old people's homes and and it's always in a home that has that old people smell. There's always a dusty piano downstairs. There's, there's always some questionable artwork, um, around, um, I will always say old people keep their bathrooms clean because, you know, they got to have the heavy assistance just to sit down, so. Gotta make sure everything's up to date. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, look, the deviled eggs, man, um, is also kind of weird how it always typically deviled eggs. Yeah, you know, I it, it's always from, you, you would think if, if you're like heavily religious or in, into God and stuff and all of that. Like, what's with the comfort of calling something deviled eggs? Is that, like, your way of, like, ooh, this is our way of, you know, releasing, re- releasing the, uh, releasing these parts about ourselves, releasing our sins in this form of the deviled eggs, um, but, yeah, <laughs> anyways, back to the, back to the algorithm, um, <laughs> Well, maybe there's a reason why I was in my algorithm. I also watch a lot of different. I watch a lot of different uh, uh, content creators of commentary about certain things. So I think that's more of why. 
And I think I was I watched a video or two about fetishizing, black fetishizing. And, you know, from Madison Brown and uh, I don't want to fuck up her name, but it's like, it's, it's this Canadian girl. Um, it's, uh, geez, I don't even want to get her name wrong. It's like K-W-A-M-I-M-J. I, I don't even want to fuck it up, but she, she, it's really interesting stuff. It's, it's interesting to really diversify. Hmm, no pun intended. It's really, it's really important to diversify stuff that you watch. But I was also, when's the last time I, like, again, going back to, when's the last time I actually seeked out and learned something when it comes to either, like, even, like, historical stuff, even stuff that's like, well, why is this? And then you really do some deep research. Because I've done deep research on complete bullshit. But, because it's almost like maybe I'm avoiding, like, real real shit that may be uncomfortable. So, I I focus on things that don't actually really have a lot of long-standing value or things that actually really matter. Which I think a lot of us do, you know, you got to be careful of things being a gateway or things being a, um, sometimes I, I guess we probably get a little bit too comfortable of things that are supposed to be escapes. We literally get caught up in it and now our escape is actually just normalcy and actual education of some sort. And it was kind of weird, like, because when you when you enter an escape, per se, it's supposed to be like this relieving, like, oh, it opens like this pathway. There's this kind of um, endorphins that it brings out in you. It's just like you actually kind of feel alive because it's different than what you do normally. So it's like a change of pace. And it's weird that now the change of pace in our lives, back in the day, change of pace used to be entertainment, TV. And now our escape is like reading books, going to the library. Funny how that comes full circle. Um, but yeah, no, going going back to these, it, it's just kind of weird to watch. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not against people making videos of differences of what it's like being in an interracial relationship. What I am kind of weirded out is that it seems like that's all they really talk about. It seems like that's really a focus of a lot of the genesis and origin of their conversations. Instead of being like, yeah, and kind of making jokes and laughing about it and having a camaraderie about it. And it seems like that's like a good portion of their conversation. And it kind of seems like they just kind of get off on being quote-unquote different instead of actually being a couple and connecting now it could be wrong because you know they probably have a regular life they do shit together but it seems like the only thing they want to present to the world is to remind everyone of how interracial they are it's like yeah I have eyes um and the I, I guess the reason why it's a turn off for me is because I, I I you hear in person like you hear how I mean, I'll, I'll just be straight up. Like, I've heard specifically because of my experience with having friends I've dated white girls and, and their instance, they were interracial. And you even hear how in front of them, how they just, like, talk about, how they talk about their own race. 
Especially when they get a few margaritas. I lost my geese, but hey, who's keeping track? Oh, girl, <laughs> you get some margarita into a white girl. <laughs> Unleash the dogs, baby. Um, <laughs> that's that's how you. If you really here's some here's some game that no one has. You really want to know. You you really want to know what a white girl thinks? Get get a few margaritas at a Mexican restaurant because you know what? It's not even just the margaritas. It's not even the potency, the alcohol at these Mexican restaurants. I I think it has to do with the music that's playing in the background. They get a little ooh, like they're in a comforting setting. It's slightly upbeat, but it's slightly relaxed. It kind of feels like they're just playing some, you know, when their mom makes taco night and enchiladas. They probably play some some. They probably uh, play some music in the background. Like, oh, this one makes some people like. It. It's like, yeah, we actually just play this music for you guys. We actually like. We don't even. This is even real Mexican food. Um, it's weird how on Cinco de Mayo you make us work the most when it's supposed to be our day. It would be like if on your birthday, um, instead of people getting you gifts and you take and taking you out to eat, you had to take people out to eat. And buy all nine people in your party gifts. And you had to spend 400 bucks. Hey. We all celebrate. Yeah, we all celebrate. And that's an Arthur reference. And, uh, but yeah. If you really want to know what a. If you ever want to let a girl's, uh, bias and race. And slightly racist thoughts out. Just a take to a Mexican restaurant. Um, <laughs> it's goal. It's a hundred percent hit rate. I promise you. If you really want to know what people think about things, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, no. Like it's just kind of like weird, like. And you, you know what people say, and people say like, you know what? If it makes you uncomfortable. That probably says something about you. And it's like, I wouldn't say it really makes me uncomfortable. All it does is make me question your true intentions of why on a topic that you're talking about, uh, whether it's fetishizing or um, when, when you're talking about uh, how it's you're not trying to be different from everyone else. It's just love and all this, but it seems like the genesis of the conversations you want to have as a couple doesn't have really much to do with your genuine love for each other. It has to do more with what is kind of cool to market out there. And that's capitalizing on black women. Yeah, didn't see that coming now, did you? And it's a it's a weird thing. And also it comes off as like you want brownie points. For dating and being with a woman that you're in love with. Like, look at me. I'm so much more comfortable. I'm so different than my white counterparts. It's like, are you? And that's the thing. Like, ironically, the way it comes off in most of these videos, I was kind of watching. Because I started watching a few different... Because one, I didn't realize how many different type of channels these were. And I thought, like, you know what, maybe once in a while they touch on these topics, right? But then every video, it had something to do with some serious aspect of 
you know, black and white issues type of thing. And, you know, and it's like, oh, this is kind of, huh, this is, this is a little, hmm, okay. Um, I mean, it's your stuff, do what you want, but people also have a right to kind of have their interpretation of what it looks like. Um, so I don't know. It just kind of, it kind of comes off as kind of, what is your real true intentions if you didn't, if you didn't have this YouTube channel where you made uh, the genesis of your conversations about everything having to do with the color of your skin about being with each other? What, what is it that you're really trying to do here? I think I think genuinely like uh and look I'll be a bit like I could be a little cynical on a lot of these things because as someone who has dated a black woman, um you have to be very mindful to one to not to not be like that. Because to be honest, a lot of people don't really want you to try to be something you're not to appease something. And it seems like a lot of a lot of people in these videos are trying to appease something that doesn't really come off as natural what they truly feel. They're trying to think right, but they haven't necessarily embodied and they don't actually embody the actual natural qualities that they're actually speaking about when they talk about black women or black people in general, to be honest. And the way they talk about black people, it's it's very like on toes and on edge. It's like, it's like, do relax. It's people, and it comes off as very like they still look at black people as, uh, this like, mm. it's like, well, you know, I'm not saying this, but this. It's like all these qualified statements where they have no conviction what the fuck they're saying. I don't know. I need to stop myself. I'm starting starting ooh, starting to criticize people. And I don't want to do that. Um But yeah. So anyways, speaking of the gym, um <laughs> gotta, gotta love it. And you know, I've seen a few times where people will set up the tripod and it's so stereotypical when you see a girl and she's wearing the exact outfit of what typically would be infiltrated and criticized with the IG girl, the Instagram girl. Yeah, you know the girl I'm talking about. You're talking about the teal yoga pants. Um, the She walks in with the jacket over her crop top, but then after she does a couple sets of some uh, inverted rows or some pull downs, you know, she t- she takes the jacket off, and next thing you know, the crop tops out, baby. I ain't complaining. I'm just I'm just I'm just an observational guy. Um, but then things start to progress. Like the crop top comes off, and I'm very mindful to not look at people when they work out, even if while I'm working out, they uh, I notice uh, when I'm doing certain things. How do you go from doing? Uh, how do you go from doing goblet squats to all of a sudden the next set you come to me and you're doing dumbbell and you're doing dumbbell curls next to me while I'm stretching my legs out with my dick hanging out through my shorts? 
Um, that's a that's a very inconsistent workout. That's all I gotta say. Um, it's like you know, it seems like uh, you're putting as I'm about to get into. You know, you're putting all these workout videos and these workout plans. I'm assuming to IG. Um, you would never put goblet squats and dumbo curls in the same workout because it's not really how a split good workout goes at least not back-to-back sets like you know unless you do workouts a day but whatever but yeah the crop top it's so stereotypical and she looked exactly like what you would think of ig workout girl would look like girl that doesn't really work out i mean she works out technically but she never sweats it's the weirdest thing ig girls never actually sweat when they work out and so, but I was in a complete different section. I know, look, I know, and I don't say this conceitedly, but I know because of the body changes. And I know I've been getting a few looks and I get, I've gotten a few waves. I've gotten a few smirks. I get a few stares in the mirror when I'm doing push-ups. Um, and you get the, and as... And when you start noticing that girls will randomly come around you to just get near you when you're working out, when you know the the thing they're doing was not part of their workout plan today, and that's okay. Like, but I'm still like, especially with the recent video of the girl going yelling across. Do you need something? I saw it yesterday, and I was thinking, like, you know what, maybe I'm going to start, like, conversating and, you know, opening the Pandora's box, and maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe ask a girl out at the gym if I find her attractive, or just have small talk at the gym, because I'm not so, I don't, I ain't here for the long talk, um, uh, shit, what's the Drake line, I ain't here for the long talk, Some about this long dig ain't doing no long talking, fucking problem song, whatever, you get the line. This long dick ain't for the long talking now, beast. Um, but <laughs> and now uh, we got fucking problems because now we're fucking, and it's a problem. Um, <laughs> but it, it's this thing where I've thought about like you know maybe maybe be a little bit more social because when I'm at the gym, like I, I've become more social to put at the gym. I'm still pretty like when I'm fo- I'm focused. I'm into my thing. I don't mind if someone comes up to me and, like, says hey to me or something, whatever. Like, I'm not, like, leave me alone. But I'm not going to bother anyone. I have my earphones in. I'm in a rhythm. And, but after seeing that video, after seeing the video, do you need some, need some, when it's clearly, it's like, that, that, that was, a like, those dudes, like, I have seen, like, honestly, they barely even look. They just did normal observation. Like, oh. And she had the audacity. She took her fuck Not in my situation, but in the video of the girl. Uh, She took her jacket off with the camera rolling. So, obviously, she was going to put a video out. We'll just say tens of thousands of people if she has a following. But she's mad because two guys in real life, in person... Looked at what she wanted 10,000 plus people in the world to look at. And they weren't even really looking. Like, the dude was on the machine. And he's already looking head on in that area. And the other guy. 
He turns around quickly. He's like, oh, all right. And you took your jacket off and literally have your torso hanging out. You know, she had a nice body. She had her torso hanging out wearing the crop top and yoga pants. And she had a fucking attitude like, do you need something? Why are you looking at me? It's like, you obviously want people to look at you. You're at the gym. You want people to look. You're dressed like that. You want people to look. When you wear a dress and you go to a nice restaurant, you want people to look. When if I wear a tuxedo and I wear nice clothing, if I dress up and I wear deodorant, I always wear deodorant. But if I slab on some cologne on the neck, guess what? I want people to look. And that's okay. You can't dress a certain way and just say you, you're mad because people take a glance at you when you were literally recording on a device that's going to go out into the world on social media and you're going to have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that you want a reaction from. And you're mad because two dudes in real life who were like 30 feet fucking away they didn't say anything. They weren't being creepy. They didn't yell across. They weren't cat calling you. They just glance. I have seen in real life. I have seen people. I have seen dudes. And honestly, girls will stare the living fuck out of you if you, you know, if if, if you're doing a few things in there. Yeah, just just saying. Um, <laughs> oh, those hip thrusters and the hip abduction machines. Spread your legs. Spread it in. Spread it out. They're like, ooh, thigh gap. Um, peace, love, the thigh gap. Um, <laughs> oh, Yeezy. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, and that's why Kim K's with Pete. Oh, Pistol Pete. He's squirting in that gun, all right. Okay, Clint. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it, it's a... The video speaks for itself. Anyways, back back to what's important. Back to me. Um, this girl, she pulls out, she pulls out this mini tripod, and I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus. Let me remind you, it's like noon, one o'clock. The gym's not really busy, but a couple people start coming in, so it's not just like there's three people in the gym and she's doing her own thing. Like, I was on the other side doing the resistant band shit, anyways, so I wasn't over there in the lifting area where dudes just hunk around and just do dumbass dumbbell curls like they're fucking doing shit when it was like if you do that shit and that's all you do um not much is happening my friend um and they just look like idiots just like pumping them out like literally when you go to a gym you start realizing like the people there, there'll be people that go in there for 20 minutes just to get a workout pumping just to get a pump and then they bounce like, there's two types, like, there's the people that go in there and walk for, like, 15 minutes, and that's it. And that's cool. I'm not telling you what to do with your membership. But what's more egregious to me is someone that goes in there, and they hog a busy section. And they're just sitting there pumping out dumbbell curls. Not even variation. They're not even mixing up. They're not doing hammer curls. They're not doing extended side shoulder type of extension type of shit. Like, they're not even mixing up. They're just there... Just trying to get something going in their arms just to feel better about themselves. And they're going to go, you know, get a number four McDonald's or whatever the fuck. And uh, probably two for five from Arby's. Um, Get that Wagyu burger. Because uh, 
it look it and it's just like uh, that shit pissed me off because it's like they're literally going in there and then they're they're the type of dudes that look around and just look at you while you're working out and I don't mind people looking like you know when you go to the gym enough like it's kind of complimentary but at the same time it's like you're not just like looking at me like I feel like you're trying to analyze you're trying to analyze my every little move on my body which it kind of comes off as pedophilia very pedophilia even though I'm 26 years old and there's like but when you have these 56 year old dudes just looking at you it's like oh so it's not just the girls that you just look at you 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 have this you just have this heavy propensity for the for the youth um like I remember when I used to be able to you know squat (laughs) um and now I can't do squat um but anyways, so yeah, she she's in she takes one of the benches and she has she pulls out this little tripod. She goes to her book bag area. I see I see it because I'm in between sets. I couldn't believe what I'm seeing. She pulls out this mini little tripod. And then she goes back to where she was at at by the dumbbells. She sets her phone up it takes her like three minutes to get whatever setting she's doing and i'm just like all right cool i was like oh jesus i can't believe this is happening i mean i can believe it's happening because she literally fits the bill she literally like if you if, if something were to happen and she were to like you know beat someone's ass and then run out of there and the police would come like what does she look like and be like she looks like an IG model that was making a workout video. And they'd be like, oh, okay, this should be easy, fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and she's sitting there, and I'm like, you know what, Clint, you're being judgmental. You know what, maybe, just maybe, she's going to do some type of workout videos that's never been done before. Maybe she's going to do some body parts. Maybe she's going to do some dual split workouts where it's like you do eight sets of these lateral raises. But if you really want to hit this part of the upper back that people neglect, you're going to do these reverse shoulder blade type of shit. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking optimistic here. But as we know, the IG models... And really just IG workouts. This isn't even specific to girls, but guys. Um, they don't exactly reinvent the wheel in their workouts. They're not doing wheelhouse ab workouts. They're not doing rotational scissor bands. Nah, you, you know what they do? Hey, guys. Try this in your workout. And it's just them standing up. With 10-pound dumbbells in her hands. Doing curls. Not even great form anyways, but I'm not going to say her critique. Wasn't terrible form, but, you know, she wasn't exactly uh, contracting the uh, the right muscles there. As someone who has a few. Um, and, of course, it was dumbbell curl, pronate the wrist a little bit. If you know what I'm talking about, the pronating, you know what I'm talking about. The ones where you come up with it like a hammer curl, but halfway through you change it to a bicep curl. 
which is actually one of the most useless fucking bicep workouts ever. First of all, if you actually want to create better, stronger biceps, you actually very rarely ever actually do straight up bicep curls. You gain strong bicep and arms by doing just about anything else, actually. Just fun fact. Bicep curls are, except if you're doing very specific extension on a certain, like if you're extending it out on a barbell curl rack and you're extending it down and doing different forms and variations, doing basic bicep standing bicep curls is honestly one of the most useless fucking things. It doesn't mean you're not going to get a pump. It doesn't technically mean that your biceps aren't going to get visibly bigger, but they're not necessarily getting stronger. They're not necessarily getting functionally stronger. But hey, what the fuck do I know? I don't have an IG page to promote this shit on. So obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But there, well, just sitting there, and all I could think about was, the worst part about this is this bitch really think, oh, Jesus, there I am using the word, sorry. This, this lady, very attractive too. This lady, if she were to come up to me and be like, hey, you busy? I'd be like, not at all. So as I'm saying all this, hey, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll curl a few things up for you, including your toes, baby. Um, <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> it only took 47 minutes to start potting. Um, and it's like, you know, include me in your workouts um, and your videos. You know, get get the podcast up. Put the link in the description. Um, God, that's so cringe. Link in the description to the workout. It's like, so you literally just, you literally did a workout pass on your own, and then the link in the description is from Men's Health. It's like, all right. Um, could have just actually just gone to Men's Health instead of watching you half-ass it and not even have any resistance in what you're doing. Like there was no, there was no effort in what you were doing. There was no resistance. I didn't even feel the idea of a sweat about to happen. And I sweat just thinking about working out. And I watched you work out, and you didn't even like your body couldn't even come to a sweat. It actually was starting to get chill bumps for how how cold you were you were giving the cold shoulder to the workout. Um, but the worst part to me is that, wow, she really thinks she's putting some out into the world that, <laughs> that, that, that hasn't been done before or that's revolutionizing the dumbbell curl in the workout IG social media universe. You know what's the most common thing people do at the gym? Dumbbell curls. You don't think everyone that's been to the gym has looked up dumbbell curl workouts. You don't think any dumb fuck could figure out to pull up their arm on a dumbbell curl and maybe change a few things and snap their wrist while doing it like his jazz hands. The fact that you think that you're the one reinventing the fucking wheel for how to do a fucking dumbbell curl. And then you don't even do... A variation of it. You just do the most basic bullshit that's not even that effective. Hate to break it to you. But the worst part is in 
it's, it's stuff like when you see that, it's like, wow. When you, when I think of myself, like I have my ego moments, I have, I you know, sometimes I'm like, am I, am I slightly narcissistic? And I really don't think I'm narcissistic, but you know, look, I, I think there's things that's like, I, sometimes I really be feeling myself, but I never, one thing, like I, I never go on my phone when I'm working out. Like I have my phone now to change the song and shit, but I, nothing more than like a couple seconds at most at a time if I'm on it and I'm not on it in between every rep and set type of thing. Just like, eh, you know, I'm tired of listening to Knuckleback, put on some Jack Harlow, eh, put on some Pooh Shaisty. It's like, you know what? I, I, I want a Rico. I, I want a Rico charge right now. Put on that gunner and young thug, baby. And then I just end up listening to Rico with Drake and the game because, you know, it's like, eh, you know, I don't want to get too close to the action. Um, <laughs> 95 and 100. Um, but the worst part is I'm sitting, I'm sitting there watching, and I'm just like, this girl is so self-absorbed with herself, and she's not even doing anything like even slightly different than I've seen. And it's the most definition of fitting the stereotype of the basic. IG model, bitch. I don't want to say the basic white bitch, but the basic white IG model, bitch, where she's going to get hundreds of thousands of followers for doing bullshit that everyone knows. If you were to just follow these workouts and go to the gym and do as a guy, maybe as a girl, they're effective, but as a guy, if you just follow, because that's their audience, is guys like, no guys watching are like, wow. I'm going to go to gym and do exactly what she did and get these gains. If you do what she did, you're going to lose gains. You know why? Because they ain't going to do shit. And you're going to get discouraged. You're going to overeat. You're going to think you're doing shit. You're going to overeat. And you're not burning enough calories. You're not putting enough muscle in your body. And you're going to do what this girl's doing and think you're doing some shit. And then be like, why doesn't this girl want me? You know why? Because you're not doing workouts that Clint's doing. That's why you're not getting the girl. Um... (laughs) If you do the workout she's doing, she's not going to fuck you. You do the workout that she actually looks at. <laughs> that she actually looks at when she's at the gym. The guys that she looks at when she's at the gym. When she you want you you want to you want to get the looks that she does when she's looking at them. Do the workouts those guys are doing. All right? Cuz that that's what gets you that ooh. So, you know what? But I'm not here shitting on someone's hustle. I'm not, and I'm not against people posting their workouts. Like, I'm not one of these people. I, I'll be on. I used to be like, motherfucker posting. Look at me, look at me squatting. But you know, I actually, I actually think it's really cool when people post their workouts and it shows progress in their stuff. Now, if you're one of those people posting your every single fucking rep and everything you do, and you have like four minute IG stories of you doing very little, honestly. Or four-minute IG stories where you're just posting you working out, but you're not even posting, like, maybe some sets and shit that you're doing with it. Or you're just... Or it just seems like you're posting it for show. And it's all the time. I think, like, people posting their workout in doses is cool. Like, once in a while, like, hey, you know, keep up the hard work out there. Even though, you know, no one's actually watching your video. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to the gym now. Um, But... 
<clears throat> I, I I do think like there's value in that. I, I'm not. I, I don't think it's complete bullshit. I think it's cool to show your progress, even if you show your body shirtless and pics and stuff like. I think that's okay. I think that's cool, and obviously people like it. All right, but when people just put out shit that is very low minimum effort, but they advertise it as. When you do this, you're going to get the type of effort that you've been seeking out from someone like me. Because any dude that actually, any person that actually works out moderately is going to look at that and be like, that's not doing anything. The person that that person is trying to, I don't want to say trick, because I don't think she's selling no program or nothing. But the thing that that is trying to persuade or invade someone's mind and, and, uh, type of way they think about working out in general is that is going to make that person really think that working out takes this basic low effort to get any type of meaningful result. And that is just not how that works. This steady pace, lightweight, just going through the motions, it's not going to do anything for you. And I, I, this isn't the workout pod. I'm not telling, uh, this isn't, I don't, sh- I'm not shaming people for not working when they work out. But when they advertise it as you just have to do this lazy and it's deemed as lazy, you're not even remotely sweating. There's no straining. There's no resistance. There's no, you never actually feel like this person's actually struggling to push themselves. It sets a precedent that you can put minimum effort and get, ma- I don't want to say maximum, but get above average results. And that, that, I think that's the part, like on a slightly, there's a triggering. It's not that serious when you see in person, you just smirk and laugh like, ah, Jesus, this fucking guy. And the worst part is that like the other nine dudes that are just rolling around the gym, they're all just kind of looking at her in this creepy way, like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. And they're not going to say shit. And they're just over there trying to get near her and do their pumping curls and shit. It's like, uh, she's looking at me from across the room. Yo, excuse me, miss. I saw you from across the room. And uh, let me show you how to fucking actually do some curls, bitch. Um, <laughs> what if just like in the middle of the video, I know she wasn't live, IG live, but what if she was just like, pre-recording a video i wish she was ig live because i'll interrupt like hey let, let me show let me show you ten thousand followers a few things and like oh my god um is he is he in riverdale um <laughs> oh my god he looks like arrow <laughs> and uh i have arrow down my pussy for him pound town um <laughs> i'm such a fucking idiot but no seriously <laughs> I do think like when someone watches that and some person that doesn't work out or they're getting into it or they're novice, but they have intentions to better, they see that and they think it sets, a, it, it sets the standard that if I just do, this is what it looks like to gain results. It's like, no, it actually is very hard to gain results. It is very hard. It, it's going to, it's going to suck the first while it's going to suck for a little while. And don't think if you just do this three or four times, you're going to look like her. Because let me tell you, that's not what she's actually doing to look the way she does. I saw her back when she was doing the uh, inverter rows. It was actually quite impressive. She's not a bodybuilder, but you definitely tell, you know, she's a, 
she's a uh, she's had her uh she's had her bag touched on you know from her form <laughs> that Nicki Minaj that good form um <laughs> oh Clint such a fucking idiot too bad we're already an hour into the pod and no one's gonna listen past this point anyways but hey that's when the good stuff happens an hour in and she tells you like hey you done yet and I'm like ice cube and I say are we there yet and she's like no we never got there neither of us he was like well hey you know sometimes you don't have to yeah you know I always heard that you know, you could have a good time and not come. And she's like, God, you men will do anything to lie to yourselves. And I'm like, yeah, kind of like uh, you on IG when you're doing your workout vids, lying to the fucking world. Um, but yeah, I have nothing against her. And I have nothing against people that do it. It is kind of a weird situation. Just someone in the middle the fact that someone is so kind of into themselves and is a little deterrent of other people around that they're just like, let me just set up this tripod at a gym at a small gym at that. Like it's not, this isn't Planet fitness. Like I've seen weirdos at Planet fitness do like lunges while uh, recording themselves. And it's like, yeah, I'll, the type of lunges you're doing, I, w- I want to put that out into the world. It's not exactly uh, it's not exactly looking good. But hey, you know what? I'm I'm all about I'm all about progress. I'm uh, I used to I'll, I'll be on. I used to be a little bit more of a stickler about that shit. Like it used to be like I would like I used to just I would fucking hate coming across like the fucking ego in this person. I'm still like. Yeah, you know what? They probably got things about them, but I'm I'm in no place to judge. I've kind of I'm a little bit less judgmental. But with that being said, um, yeah, I don't even know. With that being said, that was episode one fifty two of the Off and Beat podcast. I don't even want to. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Uh, moral of today's pod is um, stop uh, using social media to capitalize on your interracial relationship because it's just kind of cringy and don't don't just whip out the tripod in the gym and if you are you better be really doing some shit don't don't put out like if you're gonna put out some videos just be like all the other ones and just put out some unnecessary you know ass workouts that don't actually enhance your ass, but it just extends, and it's just like an ass pump, I guess. Like, dudes will put out, like, they'll do some curls, go to the bathroom, take a good pic of their vascularity. You know, I get it. Um, Yeah, just, just put out those pics. I like, I, I, I would prefer those more, you know. Comes in, comes out. Like, a, like, get in, get out, breathe in, breathe out. Uh, Jesus. Okay. And that was today's episode. Don't forget to like. Shit, I forgot to say the beginning. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell on all the podcast apps. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, suck some titties. And that's today's episode. Glad I got around to doing it. 
doing the wee hours in the morning. And now I got to take a shit, eat some ramen, brush my teeth, and go to the gym. So, in that order. So, have a great day, guys. Ah. Uh.